There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. One, two, clink. Cheers. Cheers. Ever since we did axe throwing, you're literally banned from ever counting. So Sarah and I went axe throwing when? Two days ago? Mm -hmm. And um, it's the first time Sarah's ever beat me in anything. I'm kidding. Actually, no, I'm not. (laughs) The only other thing I've ever beaten you at is the um, type speed test. Yeah, we're going to redo that soon. Um, Anyway, it's because I just got dumped, so I was off my game. But um, Sarah, we were going to throw at the same time. And obviously, if you're throwing an axe at a wall, you think that the, the, the thought process would be three, two, one, throw. Terrace goes one and then throws it. I was like, what? And I'm sorry, episode, she was like, one, two, three, go. I was like, okay, uh, that's not how you count things down. But thank you. All right. This is my official transition to Sydney now gets to do the counting in any situation there is ever counting. It is your responsibility. I'm handing it off to you. Congratulations. What do you have to say to the people? I'm so honored to have this opportunity to advance my skills and to make a difference in this world. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome to episode two of Binge Week. No, hold on. Welcome to Binge Week. <laughs> that did not come out right. Hold on. Okay.
binge week. That didn't come out right either. The welcome was really good. Yeah, it was good. The binge week like flew off. <laughs> you binge start off week. really strong and then it, it went to the wayside. Ready to do it on. again. Welcome to binge week. All I think about is like Love Island and like all those like UFC like fights. That did not relate at all. Round but. one. Fight. Fight. Guys. We're recording in the afternoon now, which is such a weird thing because we either record literally at 9 a.m. or at 10 p.m. There's no in between. <laughs> Absolutely. We're either delirious or like delirious. <laughs> yes. I think the, the theme right now is that we're always delirious. I know. Thank you, Sirens of New York. Your hand is so small. Right? You're waving around. I was like, what is that thing? Is that, what that, is? <laughs> that is your hand. So are my feet. My feet are enormous. Like, I'm literally a size five. It's I'm wearing a size nine, so it's literally funny because she's like four inches taller than me. Okay, two funny things that happened. Um, one, ugh, I have my first 8 a.m. class in my entire college career, and it's so ghetto. I hate it so much. <laughs> I woke up at 6.30, and I was like, it's dark outside. I should not be awake. This does not seem natural. No. And then she was like, let's talk today. I was like, let's not. And then the second funny thing was, I forgot. I don't know. What was it? I don't know. Dig into your archives. It was about you. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I'm doing like a phone case sponsorship. I was looking at phone cases and one of them is like a bunch of evil eyes and it looks just like Santa. <laughs> if you guys know that tr- like train where like it's like the Bahamas by Bryant filter on TikTok yeah. and every person ever with blue eyes thinks it's like discovering the color blue for the first time. <laughs> Maybe killing me because Sarah be like just like her eyes just be like, mm, you know. Yeah, Sydney literally is so nice to me. Like I can't put into words how good of a fucking friend she is. The only thing she ever humbles me on are my eyes. Are, they're literally, she's so... <laughs> it brought me back to our conversation this morning because she shows me her phone. She flips it around. It's a bunch of phone cases that she's shopping for, like she just said. And <laughs> this one, not even evil eyes, like that is literally, that's a, what's a downplay of how big and big and spidey these eyes were. <laughs> it's literally so bad. And she was like, Sarah, look. I was like, what? She goes, it's you. <laughs> If you look at Sarah's Instagram, all her pictures are just blue eyes and lips. <laughs> it's so funny. My big old voluptuous lips. I love my lips. Every person I've ever met, actually literally just guys, whenever like I go like out, or if I've ever gone out with a guy, it's like people ever, but they were always like, are your roommate's lips real? I'm like, why do you want to know? In high school when I was 14, this girl in the grade above me, he used to scare the shit out of me. Like, do you remember that intimidating like older person at your high school? Yeah. This was that for me. She's really nice. She just scares the literal crap out of me. She asked me, she was like, where do you get your lips done? And I was like, I'm literally 14. I do not get them done. And she was like, no, it's okay. You can tell me. And I was like, that is the biggest compliment ever. Thank you so much. But seriously, they're real. And she was like, bullshit. And then walked away. I was like, I'll tell you something. You do have nigger lips. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sarah, and, Sarah and I measured, not measured once. We like, are we, like, they're like the same size when we're not doing anything. But when we smile, I literally have paper thin lips. Like a lot of white girls I know. And Sarah's lips are huge. And I'm like, this is racially motivated. <laughs> it's because I learned, I hated my smile in um, middle school. So I trained myself to smile with my full lips because I think it makes my smile look better. I have a, I have gopher teeth. So I, when I smile, it has Anyway, speaking of red flags. <laughs> I literally can't smile with my whatever. Anyway, so for binge week day two, yeah. numero Tuesday. Numero dos. That was so good. The I, Yo. I didn't even do that on purpose. I didn't do that on purpose. Do you know how good that was? I said numero Tuesday, like number two. But if you were going with the Spanish theme, wouldn't it be numero dos day? Okay, go go by. Or you could do like no, it could have been like number Tuesday. So Sarah's literally Puerto- <laughs> Sarah's Sarah's literally Puerto Rican. 
if we got a drink yesterday, she goes, I have the Agua de Jamaica. And he was like, Jamaica? Oh my God. It's a triple entendre because it's episode two on Tuesday. And we have two episodes coming out. Wow. You all are literally welcome. Triple entendre. <laughs> we hope you've been enjoying Binge Week so far, even though only one episode has <laughs> been like the morning day. Someone always calls me at the wrong time. She like knows I'm doing something and calls me. That's how I feel about my dad. Every He calls me every single Monday when I'm in class. And I'm like, no. Anyway. My dad does not call me. I call him. He's like, I have to go. I'm like, okay. <laughs> anyway, today's topic for our two episodes is red flags in relationships or like when you're meeting someone or dating someone and then green flags. But this episode, this first one, is red flags. Don't get it confused, guys. Don't get it confused. That's very <laughs> opposite quiz. effect. What is it? Wait, I'm going to do it indoor style. Hola! What is <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Your grandma's like crying right now. Oh, Shit, what's it ever? Oh, no. Yeah, all right. So if you didn't catch that, today's episode is about red flags. Not green flags. The red ones. I was telling Sarah today that I have a very specific list of red flags on dating apps that make no sense and have no um, reasoning behind them. I'm going to list those first, and then we'll get into, like, the actual red flags that people should look out for, like, on a serious day. These are, like, the shallow red flags. Yeah, these are the shallow ones apps. that I have created in my brain during my tenure of having dating apps. Okay. Yeah. Number one, if they're blonde, swipe left. No. You, as a man, should not be blonde because that's not natural because you're not naturally blonde. I feel like no one's a natural blonde as an adult. So you're dyeing your hair. And I feel like that's a red flag. <laughs> so, like, you have to, that's like a lot of man- maintenance and upkeep. Like, on one hand, like, I respect that you can, like, make appointments on the regular. Yeah, shows like, responsibility yeah. and tenacity. But, like, Kindle. So, yeah. Nah, red flag. Oh, men who have frosted tips, red flag. Red flag. It's not 1999. No. Um, red number two, if you call yourself, like, um, a model or, like, you make a joke about being, like, unemployed, like, being unemployed obviously is fine. Like, that's a part of life. But if you're, like, maintainer at sleeping in my bed, and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. oh, like something super dumb or like, oh, like um, coffee connoisseur or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay. just say you're unemployed. Or just put like Ray went to high school or something, whatever. Yeah. Um, If they say in, oh, if they have any kind of video, audio, musical something in their profile, I'll max swipe left. There's one, I, I wish I could play it on the podcast. Like, that's how funny it is. Sarah it's probably the funniest it. thing I've literally ever literally. heard in my life. We discuss it once a week. Yes. I saw this guy on Hinge, and he was, like, talking about how he was, like, a singer, songwriter, or whatever. And he had a video at the bottom of his profile of him singing. And he was like, I'll, if you, like, swipe right on me, I'll write a song about you. So I play the song. Number one, it's the worst song I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> but the whole song is, like, does she love me? No. Will she love me? No. I asked her, would you ever love me? And she said, no. I'm going to sing it lovable? for everyone. No. <clears throat> I said, do you love me? She, she said, no, no, no. The it's same line over and over again for literally 10 minutes straight. There's no like, <laughs> like, uh, like change in tone. It's the same tone and the same words the entire song. And he played it seriously and posted it. And it, I don't know. It, I've never gotten the ick so hard from a profile before in my life. The funniest part of the song was that it never changed tone, but he changed it up on like the second verse a little bit because instead of like no no, and he also had an awful voice. Yes. Um, on one of the no's, he did a little riff. <laughs> it was like he said, "Do you love me?" She said, "No no no." I was like, what? I'm not to it literally once a week. It, I always like, pre-recorded it. It was the best thing I've ever heard in my life, and it gave me such a hard ick. Um, if they went to Baruch or Binghamton, it's an ick. I don't yeah. know why the names, the colleges just sound weird, and they give me the ick. Um, 
if they're a police officer or a firefighter, no. Military, right? Well, military, no. Uh, I see all the military, like, warning sign videos on TikTok of, like, girls who meet a guy in the military and they get engaged after two months and then he leaves and comes back and, like, divorces her or cheats on her. And I'm like, oh, so no. Um, Also, I'm too clingy. I want someone that's going to be here, you know? I don't want to, like, worry, you know? Yeah, I could, I could... Like, I have a lot of respect for my mom because she was able to do that with my dad. He's in the Navy, and he would, like, leave for six or nine months at a time. I could never do that. I'm in a long-distance relationship right now, and it's already hard enough, letting, let alone them going out to, like, freaking Israel for, like, nine months. I have no idea yeah. where they are, what they're doing, what's happening. Like, because everything's top secret. Like, you literally, like, it, you cannot tell your significant other where you're going most of the time, which and is the so The red hard. flag part of that is, like, they only date you for, like, three months and then you get engaged like i know a girl whose sister got married to a guy in the military and got pregnant twice while he was on deployment and she found out that he had another wife and two kids in the place he was stationed bye bye so i was like oh nar and so then what else did i say um oh yeah if they call themselves a model no because you're not a model um if you're under the height of five seven nar because i don't know i'm five two and I wear heels. I'm like five six, five seven, and there ain't no way we'd be in the same height, baby. <laughs> I've been there, done that, nar. Um, if I'm gonna get dumped by someone and get my heart broken, they're gonna be at least five ten. Yeah. Um. Oh, if it says if it says moderate or conservative, absolutely not. Because if you are conservative and you're dating a black girl, ain't nothing. Something's not computing up there. You know, <laughs> you got mixed up in the in the heart. Something messed up in the heart. Yeah, I don't really have a lot of like those preferences just because my dating range is so large like I feel like I've dated all different kind all different kinds of men like it is impossible club, to the theater club nail it down but a safe like pro- a safe description is probably like dark hair could possibly be president of the AV club could possibly have done theater in school and like fairly athletic my boyfriend I would not now, say athletic well I say that about Eric because he just did a lot of sports but like yeah, the, my ex-boyfriends, nar. It's they just look, Eric. Like, if you went to your local high school and threw a stick inside of the computer club, you could hit all of Sarah's exes in one hit. <laughs> all of them. Facts. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. 
Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay, so now I'm going to, like, serious, like, red flags yeah. you should look out for. So we obviously talked about West Elm Caleb a few episodes ago, so let's start off with that. Um, I feel like all people talk about red flags. They do like the obvious things like, oh, like being toxic. Oh, um, being like having abusive characteristics. But I feel like there are a lot of ways that abuse manifests itself in relationships in ways that are masqueraded as something that's positive or good. So example number one is love bombing. If this man comes out the gate obsessed with you and like at first it might feel nice because it's like, okay, someone like really, really likes me and they're all about me. And that might seem good at first, but if they're throwing it at your face like you're the one for me i feel like i found the one and you've known this person for literally two weeks babes that is a red i need to run because what they're going to do is they're going to treat you very very well out the gate to tie you in and then once they have you they're going to start treating you like crap and then once you're going to leave they'll start love bombing you again it's like a vicious cycle of abuse and I feel like that's red flag number one that also leaves nowhere to go you know because the perfect way that you can tell whether or not someone's love bombing you is analyzing the potential for progress in the relationship. And it's not like you need to sit down behind a computer and crunch some numbers. It's just like you need to reflect on like, okay, he's making me dinner, buying me jewelry, telling me how perfect I am, telling me that he doesn't deserve me. Where else can we go in this relationship? Not like engagement and marriage, but like personally and us men- mentally like in between each other like where else do we have to grow at that point nowhere because that whole like perfect conversation like that's for like serious dating that is not for second or third date and a lot of guys do that and it's such a turnoff because you can be a nice guy without being overbearing because that's not cute that's predatory also perfect does not exist like right and when you put that pressure onto a relationship it's it's scary you know because like what if that person does something that you don't like and you've put them in your head as this ideal image of something but also when they're telling you oh my god you're so perfect like you're the girl i've dreamed about like that's scary since they're not looking at you they're not seeing you for you because they don't know you they're seeing an idealized version a picture they've created of you because they don't know you they don't know your family your friends your personality your deepest fears your um insecurities etc they know you for two weeks of texting you know so uh, watch out it's creepy um another really good one is jealousy because i feel and especially like number one when they're so jealous right off the get-go and number two when they let that leak into your other lives i.e familial personal friendship etc Jealousy can sometimes be natural, but I would say the two red flags you have to look out for is when it happens way too much at the beginning of the relationship, similar to love bombing. And at any point in the relationship, when it leaks onto your other lives, so like when you stop seeing your friends as much, 
when like your significant other gets jealous of the relationship you have with your family of your alone time and starts to take up all of this space because he's so jealous of anything that isn't him you know and it doesn't even become romantic at that point it's just like all of your attention needs to be on me at all times that's totally one it's a huge one three is and i've dealt with this and i think quite literally every single relationship i've been in long small big serious casual is them being afraid not being afraid but refusing to be public with you like they're fine spending nights with you going out with you hooking up with you texting you you up i miss you kissy face but if you want to take a picture with him that's fine but they're like please don't post that or they're don't tag me in that or am i your story i don't want to be in your story and well that might seem shallow that they don't want to like be on your instagram they won't post a picture of you in my brain at least or it's how i perceive it is they don't want to seem publicly with me because why do you care as my partner or as my boyfriend whatever why do you care that you're not on my, why do you not want to be seen with me publicly they're like oh i'm a private person no you're not because you have social media you post with your friends you don't care if you're associated with them but the thought of being in a picture with me people knowing you're with me is a problem for you and that's happened in multiple relationships i'm not like singling out any of my exes or anything like that yeah. but like from my perspective it makes me feel like i'm something to be ashamed of or embarrassed of and i'm not going to be with someone that won't but want to be with me publicly or I want to show people that are with me. It's a thing you should be proud of, not ashamed by, you know? Especially if you come up with a bullshit excuse, like I'm a private person when you're clearly not. If it was something like, oh, you know what? I actually, and you know, this is, uh, this excuse only works when you're in the beginning stages of a relationship. It's like, oh, you know what? I went public with this one girl a few other times. Like I've been burned before. If that's the excuse, great. But we're looking for transparency here, especially when it comes to social media and going public with someone. Because that's someone's feelings on the line. That's someone that you care about. And if they have a valid concern about not being on your social media, you better have a transparent reason because if it's fake everybody can tell social media is out there for everybody to see that's the point it's not private it's public we know when you're lying also just hurts like think about how it makes your partner feel right it's not even like there's a very stark difference between posting a picture with someone and being like have fun at the fair than being on tiktok and being like this 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 happened like with me my partner and it makes me feel like this like i get disclosing personal details about your relationship like on tiktok or something or like calling them out by name but if you're posting a picture with your significant other you've been with for a very long time and they're not okay with that, I think it's a red flag because it hurts. You know, it's, it's a form of like, it may not be the intention, but it makes them feel like they aren't like worthy of being seen with you. Yeah. Next red flag, I would say when they're a little bit too good at lying um, and not even to you, but like when they're a little too good at like lying around their friends and like, you know, it's a lie. Like if you catch them in other lies that have nothing even to do with your relationship, yeah. imagine how good he's or she is going to be at lying to you about your relationship if it ever comes to that do you know what i mean so like spotting little white lies or even bigger lies in his or her everyday actions like that that's a huge red flag and especially if they do it often so it's like frequency and intensity of the lie i feel like it depends on how how red the flag truly is (laughs) um another one of that is when they do not hold themselves to the same standard they hold you to so whether that's like oh i can be I can hook up with other people or like I can text other girls. I can be in contact with my exes. I can hang out with the boys on the weekends. I can hide my phone. I can do this, this, and this, and X, and Y, and whatever. But if you do it, it's an issue for me. I get that that's human nature, that you want to be able to do what you want to do, but have control over other people. That's not realistic. That's not reality. And it's awful to think that you can 
have like a different understanding of what relationship is than the other person and like i don't know the idea of control to me and wanting to control someone else for your own personal pleasure i think it's a form of abuse and i think it's gross yeah absolutely i completely agree like if you can't go out with your girls because they're insecure about you like being at a bar with single men but they can go out with their buddies all night or you can they you can go on you can't go on girls trips but they can go on boys trips i don't know they can talk to their exes and you can't because it's like a jealousy thing there needs to be the same standard for both of you. It needs to be clearly set. It needs to be the same exact for both of you. It needs to be an understanding. Because I think anything else is, is too much. Bye-bye. It's also that argument where it's like, what do you bring to the table? I hate that fucking Ew. thing. Ew. Because it's like, the first question that should be, if you were ever asked, what do you bring to the table? The first thing you should say in response is, to ask me what I bring to the table you must have a lot at the table. So you tell me what you have first and then then we can like have a conversation. I feel like if anybody unwarrantedly asks you what you bring to the table, they have to be like king of a country to ask someone else yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? Like What's every single man, man who's generation? ever asked me that, literally unemployed, receding hairline, Wear the same underwear for the last calves, three days. Literally. <laughs> small cows. I'm just like, cows. No. You skip leg day. Yeah, you literally skip leg day. So I, I'm just confused. It's like when you're, when you needed me to spot you for this check because you forgot your wallet on home quote unquote when i called both ubers when i was leading the conversation all night and you have the nerve to ask me what i bring to the table i just showed you three instances in a real life situation how about you tell me what country you're duke of first before i answer that question that's such a fucking sexist question I hate yes it. and we're gonna go back to that in four seconds but yeah. along the same vein in the same highway lane. In the same, the same realm. Universe. In the same realm. Um, when guys are like, you're just too much. I'm not too much. You're not enough. Oh, How yes. about that? Oh, like, bye. I feel like girls our generation will be asking men for the bare minimum. Text me how you feel. Don't ghost me. Don't cheat on me. And they're like, you know what? You're just too much. No, you're not enough. You deserve to be alone and single. Because if you think that doing the bare minimum is too much for you, then be alone. You don't deserve to have the queen, the epitome of whoever like you're trying to get with. Like men, sometimes men think they bring so much to the table. And baby, you are bringing nothing. Yeah. You take like I don't even know how to. You are a chair. You know, <laughs> I'm a table. You are a chair. It makes me sad because if the man listens to fresh and fit podcast on youtube nope that goodbye. that's the first question you'd be asking any man on tinder whatever if they do goodbye because yeah. those men are so toxic it's like a youtube podcast and they just like insult women that's all that they do insult women and like we insult men sometimes but as a constructive way of telling girls how to protect their feelings and we also note that the way that we discuss problems that have to do with men in our generation we aren't saying all men are like that we're saying that a significant portion are like that and we want to help girls see those problems and protect themselves. We make that disclaimer five Every times time. an episode. Every you know time. I mean? It's never. It's, it's always like all women, all women this, all women that. Women are just, women suck, women blah, 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 blah. And it literally drives me freaking crazy. But specifically fresh and fit. Specifically yeah. fresh and fit. Yeah. Because these men will, that's, that's the worst podcast of all time. Literally. They will bring girls on the show and be like, you're not special. Like, I don't know why you think that you can date a rapper or whatever and keep him you're not special yeah and they'll be like i hope you go begging back for your old man just like things like that they're so hurtful and like they had like one episode that came out that went viral because the girl on the show was like what do you get from saying that she was like i would never come on this show in a lifetime but part of me was like i'm gonna go on there and teach them a lesson like what do you get from telling girls they aren't special yeah. that they aren't worthy of respect 
And he was like, well, men want one thing and it's sex. Women want one thing and it's one thing and it's love. We want men to get what they want without having to give women what they want. I was like, what kind of what kind of thought process is that? Please do not go listen to the episode that we are talking about. Do not give them views. This is all a cry for attention because they didn't get enough of it when they were fucking younger and they were <laughs> sucking their mom's tit still. I'm so, so please dead. do not go and watch their TikTok. Do not go and give them the engagement they want. Don't give them money from ads. Don't do it. Meaning, like, don't listen to their episodes. Just go look, go look on TikTok. Because they don't TikTok. give them anything. If it's their channel, don't look at theirs. But, like, it's all over TikTok. You can go find a video of that specific episode. But please, like, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to whatever podcast, please don't, don't Literally, listen to just episode. look up hashtag fresh and fit or go to Drew Affalo's um, TikTok. Is that her name? Drew Affalo, yeah, you got yeah. it. It's very similar. And look up the video. And it's just like, it made me proud that a woman read them for filth. Yeah. And like, fine. Because the scary part is, I don't care what these men think. Like, me and Sarah are not in the business of hating, hating on people for like having their own business, having their own podcast. We love listening to other podcasts. Yeah. We listen to more podcasts than listen to our own. We literally sit there all day listening to My Favorite Murder, things that we talk about on this show. And we're not going to hate any guy for having a podcast. We're just saying that like the messaging of this specific show is so toxic and negative that it scares us because young men are listening to this show and thinking, oh, so I don't have to put in work to get a woman. I don't need to respect her. I don't need to provide for her. I don't need to support her. She's disgusting. She's she disgusting and people, she's not yeah. special. And she, oh, one other thing to bring up after this. They think if I can just trick her into sleeping with me, that's all I need to do. And young men, are listening, they're absorbing this and they're saying, this is what I need to do to get a woman in my life. And it scares me. It really does. But Okay, last example from this podcast. There was a clip where the guy was saying, and he really thought he ate up with this. He did not eat at all. No. Literally, we're starving. He was like, a key that opens many locks is a master key, but a lock that opens to many keys is a broken lock. And he was like, men are keys, women are locks. I was like, excuse me? He was like, a man that sees a lot of girls is like a cool guy, but a girl that sees a lot of guys is a slut. I was like, you just said that? on a podcast willingly thinking that you ate and you didn't and then my best part is is the girl on the show was like are you guys all in relationships they're like no she was like okay exactly like you guys are all sitting here alone trying to tell guys how to win at life in quotes and you guys are all alone and there's a reason why because you say stuff like this in public and like i said we're not hating on men who have podcasts we're hating on it's specific just these men. messaging we're hating on these men honestly. the messaging specifically because we think it's dangerous rhetoric and the podcast is so underwhelming like i literally cannot stress enough like even if you want to hear the tea like please 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 listen don't. on tiktok listen like it's it's a sucky podcast like it's not sucky just because they have differing opinions than us and sucky opinions it's sucky because they They're they dangerous. have zero ambition they are literally the most like underwhelming people with the most underwhelming name with the most underwhelming topics that i've literally it's the most unengaging podcast i've literally ever listened what to what does in my fresh life. and fit even mean i don't know and it's not it's not descriptive of your podcast it's giving me nothing like Cindy said we are starving and with that thank you so much for listening to this episode we hope we filled you up uh <laughs> ew <laughs> that sounded so nasty please keep that in there please ew. check that out uh, we love you guys. Make sure to listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts if you like it. And follow us on social media at Crying in Public Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Bye. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.